0: You're listening to In the NoCo, a daily slice of northern Colorado news and happenings. It's Thursday, September 14th. I'm Erin O'Toole. Summer may be winding down here on the Front Range, but some farmers markets are still buzzing with plenty of folks lining up to buy crates of Palisade peaches, Olathe sweet corn, Pueblo chilies, and other locally grown produce. But Colorado farmers face a lot of adversity getting that produce into our reusable shopping bags and onto our tables. The growing season is short, the sun is scorching, and when it rains, it really does tend to pour. Based on a recent visit to the Fort Collins Farmer's Market, a lot of Coloradans seem to have an appreciation for this. And they show up to fill their bags with homegrown produce and to just enjoy the ambiance, like Chantel and Elena from Wellington.
2: We love the season, just watching the, the chilies being roasted and thinking about making a, we make green chili the first snowfall of every year. I think it's important to, to support local first. You know, if you can get things locally, then you're supporting where you're living, which is super important.
0: And they enjoy cultivating relationships with the people growing their food, like farmer Joe Miller.
2: About anything you can grow in Colorado, we grow it. Here's my new thing. You might be buying from a farmer if, if his stuff has some dirt on it. And it's like the corns picked this morning, green beans yesterday, all right from our farm in Platteville.
0: For more on our healthy appetite for local produce, we track down Don Thilmany. She's an agricultural economist and professor at Colorado State University. Don, welcome to In the Noco.
1: Nice to be here today.
0: Now, when I think about sweet corn, palisade peaches, Pueblo chilies, uh, Rocky Ford melons, all these items have incredible name recognition. I'm wondering, has this love for local produce always been a thing here? Or is this a trend you've been seeing evolve over time? There's been a mustard
1: seed of interest in local foods ever since I arrived here in 1997. But we have definitely seen, um, and what's interesting, we've seen that grow And you'd actually expect the opposite because we've had so many people migrate into the state who don't have a historical connection with Colorado, but it's almost as soon as they arrive, they decide um, the Colorado brand is what they want to be affiliated with. Perhaps it's what drew them. So we've actually seen it only grow and accelerate over the last 25 years or so.
0: And what about the Colorado Proud label? Um, I'm not sure how long that's been around, but I've certainly seen it for a while. Has that played a, a role? It actually used to be ABC. Always
1: Buy Colorado, and just around 20 years ago, they transitioned to Colorado Proud and put a lot more marketing dollars, energy, and focus on it. What's interesting is when you find people from other states looking for Colorado products like Rocky Ford, melons, or peaches, or Pueblo chilies. that's the real win for us because it means we have broad appeal even outside of our state boundaries.
0: So I know that CSU and the State Department of Agriculture team up to conduct a survey of public attitudes about Colorado agriculture. I think the survey comes out every five years. One thing that jumped out at me is it shows that public support for the industry is really strong and for this wide variety of reasons. I'm wondering if you could just touch on what some of those reasons are.
1: It tends to be threefold. Um, When I have not always been affiliated with the survey, but when I first came in, it was clearly a focus on we in Colorado love also our natural resources and our viewscapes and our open lands. And it very much was couched in terms of how do you feel like agriculture plays into that part of why you love Colorado. And then we kind of more broadly framed it in more recent years on your general quality of life. So it might be the viewscapes and the the wide open spaces, but it also might be you know, like the heritage and the cowboy culture of Colorado agriculture. And then even more recently, we've dug a little bit deeper into how about how you feel about how it contributes to the economy and keeping farmers on the land. So those are the three themes we've seen really pop, which is, again, it keeps more of our viewscapes in open space because that's how we grow crops. Second, they feel like it's actually part of our culture and heritage and what you think about when you think of Colorado. And then lastly, again, they see it as an important part of our economy. Um, About one in six jobs either have to do with either agriculture or food in this state. And so I think people recognize that and wanna support it and keep it close to home when it's possible.
0: Now, when I talked to people at the farmer's market recently, I got a few different answers for why buying local is so important to them. Some people said they think it just tastes better. Some like that it's not trucked in from somewhere far away. It's so important that during the spring we heard about peach anxiety, that maybe all the rain we had would damage the Palisade peach harvest. You do a lot of research and talking with consumers. What have you found about why it's so important to folks?
1: Well, you you hit the nail on the head with one of them. It really is still about quality. And people do believe, particularly with some fresh products like produce which we in the season for now, it really does matter whether it was picked today versus two weeks ago. So they, they notice an eating quality difference. We'd love to believe that's really driving it. But again, what's interesting to us is that there is some of this more conceptual, nebulous. It, I just feel better about buying local or I love that I see the same farmer there every year to buy peaches from and they give me updates on their farmer ranch and stuff. So it's almost like people take this personally now.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you kind of touched on something too that uh, there's this aspect of a a personal relationship with your farmer. I'm wondering if that's just part of it too and something that you get at the farmer's market experience.
1: I I think it is and they they, they sometimes have updates. We've encouraged farmers where possible to have visit days where people want to come see where their products are going. They really can get a personal connection. We've seen an increase in farm stands where now people are willing to go out and drive a bit to actually get to a farm stand and actually come to the farm. So the farmer always doesn't have to come to them.
0: Well, Don, one last question for you. If you had to pick one of, you know, the big five Colorado produce items for the rest of your life,
1: what would it be? This is going to give me in trouble. Uh, I grew up in Iowa, so I will always have a soft spot for fresh sweet corn. I almost to the point I can't have sweet corn if it was picked more than 24 hours ago. So Olay sweet corn, I, I met as soon as I got here. I love my sweet corn. Um, but I have to say I was not a peach fan until I got to Colorado. And if you get a fresh peach compared to a store peach, it can change your mind pretty quick about peaches.
0: That's a fair answer. I actually wouldn't expect you to pick just one. Well, Dawn Thelmany, thank you so much for, for talking with me about this today. Thank you.
2: Sweet, sweet corn, classic. green beans, yeah. I mean, look in her back. She's got carrots, broccoli. Like the sweet corn, we pick it in the morning before the market. It's the only market we can do that at because it starts a little later in the day. But yeah, corn's beautiful. It's still late. We're like, everything's about three weeks late. Green beans yesterday, all right from our farm in Platteville. We had the best potatoes in the world. We roast chilies.
0: I love the smell of those roasting chilies. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, that's the smell of summer. Yeah. Yep.
0: right we've got a lot of cooks in the kunc kitchen hungry for new recipes send us your favorite one that incorporates colorado grown produce for a chance to win some kunc swag you can do that by emailing noco at kunc.org that's n-o-c-o at kunc.org bonus points if it's your favorite green chili recipe yeah i'm looking and if you're interested in visiting some area farms, a perfect way to usher in fall, we'll include a link to a few of them, including Miller Farms in Platteville, in our show notes, which you can find at KUNC.org. That's all for us today here on In the NoCo. We'll be back tomorrow to begin our series highlighting change makers for Hispanic Heritage Month. Our producer is Jocelyn Mesa-Miranda. Robin Vincent is our executive producer. I'm Erin O'Toole. See you next time.